0: Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I do encourage you to check out my other podcast, similar to this one, but with a little bit more, maybe with a lot more history and trivia thrown in. It is called Around the World in 80s Movies. I invite you to check that out. The link on the website, Quipster.net. Today I'm going to be looking at a film called Fast Color. It came out at Sundance over a year ago, but it's finally getting a release in streaming form. It did have a very small, very select theatrical release earlier this year, but didn't last very long in theaters. But now you can catch it at home. You just rent it from wherever you normally rent your streaming movies. Fast Color is a PG-13 rated film. It does have a scene of violence and brief, strong language. The runtime is an hour and 40 minutes. Gugu Mbatha-Raw is the main star. Lorraine Toussaint, Sonia Sidney, Christopher Danham, and David Strathern are in the film. Julia Hart is the director. She also co-writes the screenplay along with Jordan Horowitz. Fast Color is set sometime in a future a future where natural resources, especially water, has become scarce. Gugu mbatha Ra plays a woman named Ruth. She's a recovering drug addict on the run, but she's not on the run because of drugs. It's the fact that she might be, just might be, someone who possesses some sort of seizure that reveals this earth-shattering, I mean, literally earth-shattering superpower that causes a shift in tectonic plates that normally never move, and that makes her the target for potential experimentation from government scientists. She's broke, she's desperate. She ends up returning to the rural home she ran away from when she was much younger. And that's where she finds her mother, Bo, and her mostly estranged daughter, Leela, residing. And it turns out they also have their own form of superpowers, apparently some sort of hereditary trait that they all possess. Much more to the story than that, but there's not a lot here that I can talk about without revealing something or other. You know, if Fast Color is a superhero origin of sorts, it does feel somewhat along the lines of the more subdued M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable, maybe even more low key than that one. If you inject the premise of Unbreakable into a plot line that somewhat resembles Midnight Special, I think if you mix that with certain elements of the fits, I think you're gonna come close to what Julia Hart's film has to offer. Fast Color is more of an exploration into family dynamics than it is in the powers that the individuals possess. So I'm kind of uncomfortable calling it a superhero movie. I think that calling it that will raise a lot of people's expectations because this is not going to be somebody donning a costume and fighting crime or anything like that. This just is a discovery among women of a certain family that they have powers that are special And the world is just beginning to discover that they exist. Now, some viewers are going to find it notable that this is a film in which black women in particular possess these gifts. Black superheroes in film are rare. The ones with black females headlining are limited to just the god-awful Catwoman, really, as the most notable one. That starred Halle Berry. I don't even know if you can call her a hero, per se. And that film was not even written with race in mind. Now, Julia Hart is a white woman. She co-wrote the film with her husband, Jordan Horowitz, who is also white. But it should be noted here, she did not envision a black woman in mind for the parts when she was beginning to write this film. She just wanted the movie to be about female empowerment. But as they were constructing the script, they happened to see Gugu Mbatha-Raw in a film called Beyond the Lights. And Julia Hart was so taken by her performance in there, she decided to rewrite the script, with Mbatha-Raw in mind as the main character. She didn't know if Gugu Mbatha-Raw would even be interested once it was completed, but when she did read it, she of course felt that it was a part written just for her. I guess that's because it was. And from there, the story took on a more important message of empowerment, not only for women, but women of color. Now, Fast Color doesn't have many opportunities here for special effects, it has a very modest budget, but when they do occur, they are very impressive. Rainbow-colored hues emerge as the women can manipulate and break down objects that they set their minds to, and then they end up restoring them exactly how they were before. Michael Feminari's cinematography does capture the barren desert landscape. That's an asset for this film. It's shot mostly in New Mexico, and it works well in concert with Rob Simonson's sparse but very connective score. And while I do think that there's a lot to admire here within Fast Color, I do think that it also feels like an interesting idea for a film, more so than it does succeed at actually being an interesting film on its own. You know, the possibilities here seem much more attractive than what actually plays out on the screen during its runtime. And while some viewers are going to be hungry for a superhero film that suggests not only female empowerment, but black female empowerment, if it wasn't for the fact that Hollywood has been derelict at providing such stories for over 100 years... I would say that this is only average storytelling at best, maybe a revision or two away from finding actually something much more compelling to draw us into these characters and their narrative beyond the premise. And for some viewers, that black female empowerment message might be enough, but that's not how I review films. I think it's my job to grade the movies on their own as storytelling experiences and not whether it tries to right the wrongs of the world or I agree with it or some sort of social need. You know, This is something I'm just trying to recommend as if you're interested in the story, would this compel you? I would say it's a close call. I think that there are some people who ultimately will like this film, but based on the way that I typically measure films, I don't think there's quite enough there for a feature film release. I think in this form, it might've better been relegated to being a very interesting short film Maybe if it were just a couple of scenes to set it up, and then you have uh, the climax at the final third of the movie where it actually starts to heat up, that may have been a better direction to go, or or maybe, like I said, if they worked a little bit more with the story to try to get it much more compelling and tight for the overall story. Now, Fast Color may lack the typical sizzle and the action-based excitement of typical superhero fare. I do think some viewers are going to grow a little bit restless in its deliberate pacing, especially if the reveals within the film are surmised long before the time that they tie into the main plot. I will say that I did not have a hard time figuring out what was going to happen in the reveals before they happen, so that kind of further compounded the problems with its pacing. Now, Fast Color is a bit of an oddity. I don't think it's wholly successful as entertainment, but despite its small scale and downbeat delivery, I do think that it does offer something to mull over when it's over. So it's almost a recommendable film for me. I would say if this were a pilot of a TV show, I'd probably stick around for the next episode at the very least to see where things might develop. Too bad I don't really review TV shows, so I have to take this as a standalone film, and as a standalone film, it's a borderline call for me. I really want to be able to recommend it, but it's not the kind of movie that I would wholeheartedly recommend to a lot of people. I think that there's an audience out there for it, certainly, but... I feel like that audience is probably going to be bringing in their own interests to the film. It's not something that this movie, I think, is going to cultivate among people who don't already have those interests in mind. So with that in mind, I'm going to give Fast Color two and a half stars out of four. Two and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that it had the tools, it had the talent to be something more. Something that I would recommend at least to genre fanatics or something like that. And I do think that what it's missing here, I think, is more story development. It just feels like a movie that doesn't quite have enough to sustain its 100 minutes despite being a noble effort at trying to do something different and that difference i think is probably the most recommendable part of the movie so two and a half stars out of four is what i'm giving fast color thanks everyone for listening i hope that you enjoyed this review if you have your own thoughts i'm sure there are a lot of people who have different takes on this film you can find my contact information at my website you can go to quipster.net q-w-i-p-s-t-e-r You can find my email there. You can leave a comment under my written review of this and also links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page there. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening. And please enjoy your time, whether you were one of the lucky ones to have caught this very briefly in the theaters or whether you're watching it streaming at home. Just pursue that passion for movies and keep watching.